Sephora stores are everywhere you are. So just pop in when you need a brown lip to match your 90s playlist, a confidence boost before your interview, or a last-minute gift for mom's birthday. There's always a Sephora near you. Just pop in. Use our store locator to find your local Sephora or Sephora at Kohl's. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Help Me Be Me is self-help for people who hate self-help, hosted by me, Sarah May. What I talk about on this show is my personal opinion, and it's not a substitute for professional help. Take what helps and leave the rest. If you're suffering, please call 911 or your local emergency services. Hi friends, this is Sarah May Bates and an episode of Help Me Be Me. Apologies in advance for the jackhammer that is coincidentally working outside the day I decided to record. Anyway, this is an episode all about creativity and finding your creative voice and really just tapping into that creative voice and being able to have fun and not edit yourself so much. So this is really about curating an inner reservoir, I would call it, um, that allows you to just tap into your creativity and your intuition and your joyful presence throughout your week and have that be constantly at the ready because it's definitely something you have to maintain and continue to work out like a muscle. Otherwise, over time, it just starts to weaken and fade. And this is a reservoir that exists for all of us and we can draw upon it if we make it important so we have to to kind of choose to make um, a part of our hierarchy in the way we look at the world and the way we value everything in the world and our experience of our life and this episode is dedicated to Mr. Rick Rubin I am reading your new book and I absolutely love it I'm going to put a link in the show notes It's called The Creative Act. And it also coincidentally has a ton of overlap with this show. So lots of episodes are touched upon in the book. So it's a no-brainer. You should get it. It's a great book. Um, It's preaching a lot of the same things I talk about on the show. We very much want our life to be great and inspiring and really for us to be able to scrub for all of those things. And that the task then becomes kind of fine-tuning our filter and making sure we're focusing on the right things that are we're being guided by the right sets of thoughts and that 
We are living an experience of all of the ingredients of our life that allows us to see all the beauty and the joy and the good stuff and the fun. Because you can take all the same ingredients and you can see them totally different ways depending on that filter. And if we have an average experience of life that is full of beauty and excellence and kindness and happiness that comes down to this little interpreter that is our brain and that when you are ingesting lots of things that are excellent and beautiful that becomes the norm it becomes the platform from which we launch our creative thinking you can create a world for yourself with not only what you choose to focus on, but also the energy and the perspective you curate, the people you surround yourself with, and the content you ingest, and the level you hold yourself to in your personal bar. We create and invite the world and the future we want to see. So what are you inviting? And follow-up question, is that being hindered in any way by unconscious fear and resistance? And I ask that because so much of what stops us from success in areas that we are trying to pursue are just unseen blocks, like really old, ancient baggage. And a lot of the time we might be aware of those things, like the fears, and we think they don't mean much to us, but in our behaviors, it's clear that they do. So I'm going to have a little bit on that in this, as well as tools for just tuning your energy. So part one, the what. Uh, creating a safe place. And what I mean by that is like a safe room in your life and in your time. And by, by safe, I mean blocked out mental and emotional space for you to be authentic, to play, to be just expressive, to be human, to be flawed, to be gritty, not to have to perform, not to have to be perfect, to sing without having the words written down in advance, just to like let things flow from you with no expectation of what they're supposed to be. And this is the place where we can become almost an expression of art in that we are allowing versus controlling. And this is the state where I guess the the spigot of magic can be turned all the way on. This is like we need that that access to flow all the time where we're not acting from fear or need to manipulate, but instead we're stepping back and falling into whatever wants to come forth. And this state is it's spiritual and free. And this is like how children are all the time. So just knowing what I'm describing, can you get back to that place? Can you feel authentically in that place? And if, if we can get to that, if we can get to a, like a really honest ability to be there, that is where inspiration can easily, we can easily hear it. It's like, that's when things get us really excited. We start running on tangents. This is where we can be in that flow state that is creation and the act in itself is the goal like that feeling is the goal to be a creative being who is expressing what moves them versus being in that brain state where we're constantly evaluating and deciding whether or not it's worth it whether or not it's good enough 
what will it be like? Is it going to be like that? Like from that egoic judgment place, we're so resistant and closed off and fearful. It's like the energy is very different. We can tap into so much more uh, life and color if we can just allow. That's when we start to hear what things want to be and they just start to flow from us from that energy of excitement and non-judgment. Part two, the why. Why is this important? Well, it's a whole different version of reality and our experience of it. And it's also how we come fully alive. And if you are, you know, imagining yourself like in that, let's being lost in the moment, like, let's say you are singing along to your favorite song, you're dancing to the beat of a song, you're playing music, or you're climbing, or you're playing with your child, like these are moments of pure presence and aliveness. And they are kind of an ex a spiritual experience, like they're, they're coming from a different place, energy wise. And when you can have a reservoir that allows you to be constantly in that setting, it's like we resume it much more easily. This is where we see a totally different world. Everything is like the space and the time open up in a different way. And if you are a person like myself who works as a professional and has to wear a lot of grown up hats, maybe you chose a profession that you don't, that didn't speak to you as a young person and it's not as aligned with your quote original self the creative muscle can get weaker and just a little quieter as you practice a different inauthentic way of being. And the muscle of creativity just needs to be, we need to start using it again deliberately. And in addition to that, we can also be hindered by trauma or experiences where others have hurt us creatively like any moment when we have put ourselves out in the world in an expressive way and we didn't get positive feedback or somebody literally told us something mean in response to that that can be enough devastation to not make you not want to do it again and you won't even realize that like a lot of the time people who are creative are so vulnerable because they are so sensitive and therefore it's it's actually painful to be creative. It's painful to put things out, especially if you've gotten negative feedback. So I'm only bringing that, that up because I wanted to call out, there may be blocks to your creativity in how you have learned to use your voice. And it could be completely something you think is not a big deal, but it has stopped you for years from doing something. I had a totally invisible block until very recently. It made me resistant to self-promotion. Like there was something in me that felt mistrustful of that. And I think it was, for me, it felt like a replication of uh, trauma from childhood, where it, like it was not true. It was less true. And now I have come around to believing it is celebratory and somewhat a demonstration of love. Like it's a demonstration of spectacle, of conviction and heart. And it's not necessarily a lie. It's not coming from a negative place. But in my experiences, it meant I don't trust you. It was like I had this like weird old feeling around it. So I'm going to invite you to work on 
possibly discovering any energy blocks and and maybe just asking like where are you wanting to head toward that is not currently flowing like what could that be tied to and go inward on that like are there any experiences in your past that would make you resistant to this particular kind of success or attention what experiences in your life might have made these things feel like they're negative like what was there a time in your life when you looked down on or wanted to distance yourself from a particular goal or related form of success this is unrelated but like a common example of that is just being sexually attractive like when you get a certain kind of unwanted attention it can make you want to be invisible and your body will feel like I don't like that this is bad if you start to get too much attention I put on weight for that reason because it made me feel less afraid and unsafe and I had to grow comfortable and self-possessed in order to change that I had to consciously work on uh, being able to feel like I owned my body but the same goes for our sense of self-worth and our ability to wholeheartedly and energetically invest in a pursuit especially one that taps into the divine energy of inspiration or of putting ourself out there like sometimes when we are incredibly sensitive and vulnerable we protect ourselves just by saying I'm too busy I'm too tired I'd rather be social I'd rather be blah blah blah. like even though we have a genuine passionate desire to tell a story and put it out in the world it can feel like it's actively dangerous to do so I know I am incredibly sensitive and that has been such a long process of working through that it's almost like putting yourself in front of a firing squad it feels like that for creative people so if that sounds familiar you're not alone that is true for I would say probably the majority of people who are creative Um, with that let's get to part three the how the tools but first a brief word from our sponsors Right now, we'd like to thank the sponsor of this episode, LifeMD. LifeMD is healthcare without the system. It's an online virtual medical provider that takes the hassle, expense, discomfort, and confusion out of seeing a doctor and getting the care you need. When you sign up to become a LifeMD member, you can get doctor expertise, diagnoses, prescriptions, lab referrals, and more, 100% online, right from your computer or smartphone. Visit LifeMD.com now or download their app and see why LifeMD is transforming American healthcare. I personally feel like one of the best parts of LifeMD is just if you are a worrier like myself, LifeMD has your back. So if you have a random question, like I feel like there's always a moment where I'm like, oh my God, what is this spot? Is this skin cancer? This is the type of thing you can message your care team at any time and get a timely response. LifeMD is your source for treating urgent concerns. You can get annual checkups. You can deal with chronic conditions like diabetes, asthma, allergies. They even offer FDA-approved weight loss drugs for patients that qualify. LifeMD is the simplest way to get the healthcare you need where and when you need it. Become a LifeMD member today for on-demand video visits with a doctor, unlimited messaging with your LifeMD care team, and so much more. Membership plans start at a little more than a dollar a day, so don't wait. Visit to get started and experience the difference of virtual healthcare. That's 
lifemd.com slash helpmebeme. lifemd.com slash helpmebeme. It's summertime, which means you want to be outside. You want to be with nature. I want to be on the beach with my kids. I want to be soaking it all up. But one thing I definitely need is my native sunscreen. I want to give my skin the protection it needs. And I also want to be able to soak up the sun. The great thing about natives quickly absorbing ultra sheer hydrating lightweight sunscreen is it is SPF 30 protection from UVA and UVB rays. It's made with 20% active zinc oxide and it is dermatologist tested and suitable for sensitive skin like mine. And all native sunscreen is made with oils derived from plants that seal in skin moisture. It's also vegan and cruelty free. You can choose from one of their delicious but subtle scents. I love the coconut and pineapple scent. They also have an unscented option if you are sensitive to scents. It's also compliant with the Hawaii Act 104, which was passed in an effort to protect Hawaii's reefs. So win, 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 win. I highly recommend Native. Give your skin the protection it deserves with Native's mineral sunscreens. Go to nativedo.com slash help me or use promo code help me at checkout to get 20% off your first order. That's nativedo.com slash help me or use promo code help me at checkout. nativedo.com slash help me or use promo code help me. All right, the first tool is called the safe place. This is going to be a no-brainer for some of you, but I wanted to officially ask you to formalize this place and this time in your life. And this is a description of what that time and unedited authentic self space can look like. It doesn't have to be this way, but this is what I would ask you to create if you are lost in that. It's it's basically uh, an area that feels like it could possibly be sacred to you or just personalized. For a lot of people, that means just a corner of a room where you have some space to actually move around and draw and be contemplative, and then a place for an altar. And what I mean by that is just like any objects that feel relevant to you and special that are symbolic, a little arrangement of things that like a candle, maybe a picture or two that have significance in the area of self. I have a crocheted portrait that my aunt made me. I have these flowers that I got from the Lake District and England. And anyway, whatever they are, they're all just like kind of cool little weird things that relate to you. And then I invite you to have a drawing pad of paper, some whatever instrument of writing that feels right for you. Um, And then a blanket or a mat. This is really just an area to be coded in your mind as this is time for me to be creative and go internal. And that time, whatever it is, let's say it's once a week, let's say it's on Sunday, and it's in the morning, whatever's right for your schedule. This is just time for you to be in your body and be moved by something that is underneath the ego. So you don't have to have, uh, if you if you want to, I mean, you can have like music involved. It doesn't have to. It's like whatever feels right for you. But regardless, this is sacred time to just explore material that comes out. 
It can be resistance. It could be ideas that you're working on. It could be just journaling about nothing at all. But we're starting to curate the area for this to this person, this authentic person who doesn't have to be anything in particular to just exist. And maybe that means you're drawing nothing in particular, whatever comes to mind. Or maybe that means you're just dancing. Or maybe that means you're making weird sounds aloud, letting whatever you can come out. I know that sounds weird, but like, that might be very hard for some people to do. It's really hard if you've practiced being a very controlled adult for decades. So just to be able to be like a completely unedited blather of like whatever is coming out, like that is actually a very positive exercise because the more we flex those muscles, the stronger and more accessible they become. So just setting aside time once a week for this expression is the first step. And after that, I think if you can curate the material that you'd like to work with, like whether that's a project, whether that's something unknown yet, but you just know you want to see, you know, follow a thread that began when you were younger, just ruminate on what that could possibly be. All right, the next tool, your energy tuner. Like what is the switch? I want you to find a visual that reminds you of your true and optimistic self. And this is a switch you want to flip when you are choosing how you want to vibe with your day. And this is really just like a little reset switch. It's a memory of reality and how to be and reminding yourself to be open to new outcomes. It's like to to step back from scripting out what will come. Instead, just reminding yourself to be open to something bigger and brighter and to be excited and positive. It's like remembering to turn reality onto the right channel. Because I think one of the coolest things in the world is like immediately, like the best time to use this is when you are feeling like things are going to be difficult or things are going to suck, like things are going to be boring, they're going to be unfun, they're going to be the same. In that instant, we step back and we say, Maybe this will be something magical and amazing or whatever words feel right for you because the same exact reality can exist, all the same things, all the same factors, all the the same job you have to do, whatever it is, but we can flip the channel on it and we can change the way that story is directed, if if that makes sense. Like, Like, for example, if you've ever seen If Beale Street Could Talk, it's like the most gorgeous portrait of love. It's a beautiful movie the score is amazing but if you take just the facts of that film it's a very dire devastating story of of you know very oppressive systems and but what comes through in the telling and the way it's directed is a story of romance and love and a family so remember your filter can live the exact same world in a totally different way. And we have to step back and remind ourselves to be open to whatever newness might come about. All right, the next tool. Some days you don't feel funny. The title of this tool is a reference to Fly on the Wall, which is an amazing podcast. I listen to a lot of Fly on the Wall. It's with Dana Carvey and David Spade. And this is came from one episode something that Dana Carvey said but basically don't judge your output by your mood 
because that could be your very best work or in the case of Dana Carvey could be your very best show. The brain will like especially if we are very very um, particular and we have a high bar like your brain will judge things so harshly especially if you care about them a lot and we have this self-doubt or we have fear and a lot of that is just to keep us safe it's to keep us from taking too taking on too much risk however that is a hallucination and we have to allow ourselves to just let that happen like allow it to go through your head allow those narratives to to run on as they will but remember that it's not true like you cannot allow it to stop you or make you you know the narrative should never be a tool for abusing or belittling yourself it can be about the thing you're doing about doubting the thing you're doing but it should never be about you as a person so if you are feeling like the thing you're making sucks, allow that narrative to happen. Know that it's a natural part of creation and don't engage with it. Just continue to work despite it. And sometimes that self-doubt will help you make something better. It'll make you work harder on the thing. It'll make you revise the thing until it's just right. Regardless, it's just a part of the process. And then remember to step back from it and revisit it later because I guarantee you will see a totally different side of it. Like with regards to not feeling your best, it can be a feeling. It's allowed to be a feeling, but it does not translate to reality. And just remember that fact. And that will allow you to continue to work despite it. There are so many times that I do this show where I'm having a hard time talking because I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm feeling off. But I know now well enough that when I listen to it on another day, it's like a totally different episode. It's just, that's a truth. Like I'll often remind myself by saying, don't worry, you work hard. Don't worry. Like there has been time invested. You can trust yourself. All right, the next tool, check your energy blocks. This isn't a journal exercise. The other name for it was inner animal wound. What I mean by this is your survival brain, like our reptilian brain, often is what has like stored memories and they have caused us to become inactive in particular creative ways. And this is usually when something has wounded us to the point of a death-like devastation. Like we are innately terrified of trying again for fear it could kill us, like it, it could hurt us like this again. So I wanted to begin by asking you to scan your life for areas you may be unconsciously holding yourself back from opening up and expressing that self, safe room self. We might have inner resistance to success and exactly what we want in this world and we don't notice that that was an unwritten rule we grew up with. So let's just scan, like is there an original lesson you were taught emotionally that is keeping you from what you really want most. Examples are feeling like to be extroverted is, is, is wrong or sinful or feeling like you don't deserve success or feeling like it's dangerous to be happy because the other shoe is going to drop or feeling like it's bad to be 
attractive to others or if you are too popular that it will take too much attention away from a sibling like things like that there are all these things we internalize through the dynamics of our family of origin that actually hinder us in our ability to be a thousand percent powerful and successful as adults so what are the unwritten rules you may have learned growing up and what were the moments you were told like no 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 this is this is too hot don't touch this but in terms of creativity and personal expression like there are are so many people who have had experiences related to something creative that they cared about even as adults like they were so excited about it and then someone told them it sucked and it just took the life out of their creativity and we have to when it comes to things like that we have to really muscle through deliberately turning that around so just spend a little time with your journal has someone done some kind of injury like this to you in your adult life and and the goal is just to become aware of all of it really bring it to the surface so we can work with that as active material like clay to explore with our hands or with drawings or to act out with metaphor in some way by working with blocks in conscious ways they become externalized and therefore flexible they become active and therefore they're no longer guiding us in this subconscious powerful way all right the next tool fun milk so this is for retuning your mind and energy toward creative play and fun because you can think of yourself as a creative athlete, like an, a creative Olympian in some ways. Like if you work hard at something creative, it can at a certain point be exhausting and draining and overwhelming and routine. And you can get into a state of just getting through it or focusing on the lack or only the financial output or only on how many people say good things or how monetary you know how much monetary gain you got from it and in that moment we have to really deliberately step back and recalibrate and remind ourselves like we're doing this because this is my fucking art like I get to be creative this is from me I made this this is the gift I am giving myself with this thing I have to realize like this is my individual creation And this is all supposed to be, that's what it's for. This is all supposed to be for the love of self-realization. And so just return the experience of this event to yourself in the form of a gift. Like, why am I doing this? Because this thing deserves to exist. Because I have created it. And that's all that matters. And yes, I know at a certain point, like, reality has to decide some things as far as, like, what can I sustainably do? Absolutely, this is not about running yourself into the ground or doing something that's not worth it to you. But I just am inviting you to ro- like flip this coin to the other side. If you are finding you're only experiencing the bad side of something that is creative for you, flip it over and remember the portrait of the feeling you had at the beginning. Maybe it's a memory of a past self. Maybe it's an icon that represents that feeling. Give yourself the fun back to yourself of this creation like I like to visualize myself as a kid playing charades at my grandparents house because I was 
the fucking best out of 13 cousins. I was like, this is my version of being Tom Cruise. I was like the fucking best at that game. Everybody just waited for me to get up there. I mean, it was the best. So it's like, that's my energy tune. I'm currently a, a director, a comedy director. I get to make amazing comedy films. It's the most overwhelming and stressful job but it is so amazing I get to come alive in all of my senses how awesome is that but remember you're the one that gets to tap into that oh yeah I, I love this this is so awesome otherwise it's so easy to fall victim to the actual physical drain or the next tool this is called next level and this is also for your journal I think when we are creatures of comfort or we have grown up in a very, I guess, limited environment like all of us do, you know, we, we all have our own version of our fishbowl unless we are constant world travelers and constantly in school. If you are that awesome, I want to meet you. But we, we tend to operate on a plane where we see all the set of variations of the same thing we've been doing. Instead... I want you to ask, I'm inviting you to journal on this idea. What is the thing I need to do to get to the next level? And if you don't even know how to answer that or what even that means, instead, I would ask, what is my next level? Like, what would be the next level of what I'm doing now? If you're doing something now that's perfect and awesome and you don't want to change anything, ignore this tool. But just think about like, this as a formula like what would it take for me to graduate to the next stage of what I'm currently doing would that be a class would that be a book would that be borrowing all of the career trajectory of this person like what is that all right the next tool is called see yourself when you're not looking are you conditioned or are you leaning toward seeing your spots versus seeing that you are the bee's knees and I say that because I think a person who is very critical or very perfectionistic will start to tend to or average toward this thing needs to be fixed this needs to be fixed this should be better this should be better and what happens when we do that is we start to just not even see how fucking awesome you are you like start to average toward all the flaws and I mean that in like a holistic way and not just in like a um, appearance way so I want to invite you to become more deliberately that person who only sees how you are cool as shit like only is tuned to that glow of love and this is really just a reminder to yourself to average a certain set of things that you look to first. And the, the way you can think about this is like you're trying to catch that view of yourself when you are you don't realize who you're looking at yet. And you're like, oh, that person's cool. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> like If you were not expecting you to see yourself on film or something like that, like it's, it's like when your inner critic is not looking and judging. And sometimes that means it's just like you're tired. So you're like less in that egoic controller state. For example, if you just start to fixate on all the things you want to better about yourself, that is just the thing you're going to constantly scan for. And so this is kind of a tool that's similar to assigning you gratitudes. But instead, I want you to start to like 
chart all of the things that you are doing that are awesome and all the things that you are you have done recently that are cool that all the things that um are everybody's talked about or that you felt were really really memorable or little accolades the cool shoes you got I don't know all the like rad stuff or all the things that you have that others don't that's just the stuff you want to collect and add into your energy and your power all right the next tool is called meditate on the intention of congruence I want to invite you to just I don't know marinate is the only word I can think of just think about this idea of inner and outer congruence to be the same person in all spheres of your life like the same person with your family and and with your coworkers and with your podcast audience <laughs> and with the person at the grocery store and when you're by yourself and especially that last one and the reason to do that is because that is how we become the most powerful and focused in our our voice in our self-expression instead of splitting who we are and not really knowing fully who we are if we act as these different selves we stop kind of knowing like who is me I don't I think it's this but I'm acting against that so it's like that inner watcher the second self doesn't believe you when you try and be your quote true self if you're compartmentalizing so when we can be the same in all areas of our life with every circle of different people and when we're by ourselves and we walk the walk that we talk and think that is like the equivalent of learning how to sing at full volume it becomes we become 10 times more powerful it's such a different feeling and all of that informs who you are it informs your creative voice it informs how you want to guide and change that person it allows you to be like just a the purest energy in embodiment of your creativity and who you choose to become all right and the last tool is called creativity integrity energy so those are just my three little themes I want to leave you with and that is because I would say that is the path toward effectiveness you know you could swap out intelligence for creativity I kind of think they're one and the same but it's almost like these three things allow you to be the most effective and powerful tool in whatever you choose to create and by integrity I mean showing up being consistent with your words and your actions including to yourself like around yourself and and energy you know that's like it's so important to bring energy to that which you offer and that is something that cannot be ignored by others it's attractive like others feel it they want it and so if you are feeling out of energy I would instead ask how can I generate more of it in a healthy sustainable way like what are alterations I need to make in my life that allow me to have more energy the reason I added this tool is just I wanted to invite you to check your bar and make sure it's level because it's really easy to slip into in certain areas of our lives tell ourselves like oh, well, this doesn't matter but it does matter 
not to someone else, but to you. Like, if we know we didn't mean it, we know. Or if we are half-assing it, we read into that as, oh, I'm a person who half-asses. Like, it's, it alters, it depletes some part of us. Every act matters in telling us who we are to us. So when we feel bulletproof and we live what we preach, our energy gets white hot and we feel unstoppable. One of my many favorite parts of Rick Rubin's new book is that he mentions like every creative move he has made that has shaped his career, he was told not to do by someone reputable in the industry. And that's just like, of course, that's true of someone like him. Like when we are guided by the force inside, we know what to do. The answer is clear. The answer is finite. And there is no other thing that we need to know. It's just it's coming from the right place. So when we can tap into our power, when we can embody these amazing things, they come to life through us and we feel fulfilled. Like we are we are the universe's music. And if you are creatively inspired, allow that content to come forth. There is a reason it exists. It wants to come to life. So in closing... I want to thank all of my latest sponsors and I, anyone who is listening, if you have the means, donations really help out the show. You can head to yaywithme.com or go to me, uh, Sarah Maybe on Patreon. Um, and if you don't have the means, if you could share it with someone you think it could help, that would be amazing. Uh, in closing, never let anyone define your worth or reduce it. The sky of your vision is the only limit. I see every day stars who worship no idol like who adhere to no model and there are so many everyday geniuses and celebrities all around us they just don't nobody you know knows who they are because they don't have an Instagram account or they don't need other people to approve of the thing they're doing be allowed to be your own star and allow the thing you do to have merit simply because it has come from you like listen to that singing voice inside you and what it knows and let no one quiet it and if they do maybe it's time to steer away and readjust your life our mind will naturally want to swing to poles like our mind won't want to say like this thing's going to be terrible or this thing has to be excellent but just remember we are allowing things to come forth like we cannot predict the future of what this thing will be especially from the beginning of creation and know that there's a middle path of of creation that you're not aware of and that thing will come to life in its own way that is natural and it is fulfilling and it is like an act of nature to be witnessed being creative doesn't have to be about pain and not good enough it can be about growing closer to yourself enjoying that time with yourself and just a, an experience of play and tuning inward and feeling joy and aliveness and that is what I'm curating for myself in my life currently I'm getting back to who I was as a child and that person was unstoppable inspired excited and in a world of beauty and imagination and we can all have that it just starts with making space and time and intention toward that thing and then it slowly begins to flourish so i send you my love and don't forget to smile <laughs> <laughs>